Welcome everybody to Brand of Man Ministries, building one disciple at a time for the cause of Christ. I'm your host, Will Hunsaker, and today in our episode, we will briefly examine Ephesians chapter 1, verses 3 through 6. Now here Paul is going to describe the grace of God through the purpose of the Father. Often we in our own lives are confronted by various challenges, many of them overwhelming, causing us to wonder, is God still with me? Or have I turned him away somehow with my sinful condition? This is undoubtedly what many Christians were thinking in Ephesus, because Paul addressed this, it being the main trading city in Asia during the first century, and it was dripping with pagan practices and influences. So Paul will emphasize here a basic Christian principle in the purpose of the Father. That's where we find it. We are in union with Christ. That's the principle. Christians are in union with Christ because of God's grace. No other reason. So let's go right to the text from the Apostle Paul, getting in verse 3. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms, because we are united with Christ. Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. So we praise God for the glorious grace he has poured out on us who belong to his dear Son. Ephesians 1, verses 3 through 6. So the fullness of God, you see here, Father, Son, and Spirit, had a plan that was formed in eternity past before creation that he would redeem his people. He blessed us. That's a past tense. With every blessing, those in his presence enjoy. Now, why would he do that? Because we are united with Christ. This is a tension that many in Christianity refer to as already but not yet. And for the believer, there's a lot of truth to that. Heaven and all its benefits are already ours because of the work of Christ. Yet. We're still subject to the difficulties of this world, at least for a little while. So there's a future aspect to our union with Christ. Now, Paul's wording here reveals this spiritual blessing as God's grace through the purpose of the Father. God loved us, he says, and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. That's verse 4. God alone chose us to come to his son, no one else, through whom we would be holy and without fault. We would be blameless to God because of Christ. This is a sovereign act of God called grace, and it's magnificent. We received something from God that we did not earn or deserve. He chose us in his son by his good pleasure alone. Consequently, 
our guilt of sin is removed because of Christ's work on the cross. And we are supplied with the righteousness of Christ's perfect life. It was sinless. Why? Because God willed it so. Nothing we did determined that. But there is more to God's grace and purpose. God decided in advance. We call this predestination, very significant part of God's sovereign grace. That he would adopt us into his family through what? The person and work of Christ. Nothing we can do. Why? Because of his good pleasure. Paul tells us this. Why God did this through his son was for his good pleasure. Paul says that in verse 5. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. Again, verse 5. This highlights the significance of God's grace and the purpose of the Father. Through the work of Christ, God adopted us into his family. He's not a a foster parent here. You better be a perfect little angel because one slip up and back to the orphanage you go. This is a, a legal proceeding that God decided in advance to secure our identity in his family through the work of his son. Nothing we can do will undo what God has determined by his will. Christ died to redeem us. His signature, Christ's signature, is on the adoption papers written in blood. God loves us just as he loves his son. The grace of God is truly an amazing thing here, folks. But what is the cost? Well, Paul says nothing. There's nothing. There is no cost to the grace of God. God chose us in Christ. Why then does God choose some and not others? Why is that? That's a tough question that Paul will not actually answer in this letter. For now, just understand that God chose based on his pleasure and his will, not our pleasure and will. He did so because he loves us. We praise his name in all its glory because of that grace. Verse 6 says that. We praise God for the glorious grace he has poured out on us who belong to his dear son. Folks, predestination, and that's, that's what you're getting a little bit of here. It's difficult to swallow. It really is. And it, because it doesn't align with our delicate sensibilities. We don't like things to be predetermined for us. We like to have control. But just know that Paul did not write anything about predestination to be used for endless arguments, nor is it to be used as an excuse to do whatever you please. Instead, it is meant for us to see God's sovereign grace and the peace that is never far away when we face weakness in our will and the choices we make. God's grace and purpose do not afford us special status. Instead, they should humble us before his sovereign power as ones who do not deserve his favor. 
Even so, the author of all things has called out to us in his good pleasure. I have loved you with an everlasting love before the dawn of creation. I have drawn you to myself. You are mine. Thank you for listening. And next up on Open Your Bibles, we would like you to turn to Ephesians chapter 1, verses 7 through 10, where we will see God's grace this time through Christ's mission. Grace to you and peace. And remember, the Bible cannot mean anything different today than it did back then.